One, two, three. Hey, hey everybody. everybody. This is Y'all Heard. Yes, it is. A podcast from me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. And this is a show where two friends who've known each other for quite some time talk about our friendship, but also about something that is outside of our friendship. <laughs> Period. <laughs> In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, did I already tell you that our one of our new listeners forgot exactly what they said, and I don't feel like pulling it up, but they said, like, your show is is weird. <laughs> it's like quirky and weird, yet oddly entertaining. <laughs> and I, I was like, well, I don't know, something quirky and weird. Wouldn't that by default be entertaining? <laughs> Actually, no, Marissa, because we have known quirky people that we've wanted to slaughter. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, because you know why I said Because those people who we've known that have been, quote-unquote, quirky have self-identified as quirky. Yeah, they, welcome, to the, <laughs> welcome to the Phillips Family Quirk Guest. <laughs> Is that actually quirky? It's usually fun. If someone calls themselves quirky, they're a bunch of boring-ass assholes that quote the office and think it's funny to like I don't know that's what like she Harry said Potter. I'm sorry nothing. I'm sorry there's nothing wrong with liking the office but it doesn't make you quirky no it doesn't it actually makes you very mainstream <laughs> I'm pretty sure the one girl who called herself quirky like loved the office and probably like loved to quote Dwight anyway um, Pete, how are you before I start bashing people we've known? <laughs> I'm okay. I like I had something to talk about, and then I didn't, and then I just did, and then I lost it again. So I think that one of the things going on with me is that I should see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe. Yeah, just get some, like, blood work. Just get some, like, <laughs> testing done. Did I tell you that I was told by a doctor they don't do physicals anymore? I asked for oh. that's not a thing. And I was like, what? I was like, I've gotten one like every year to like the other year. And yeah. like, if you want blood work, ask for it. But we don't really do physicals. And I was like, when was someone going to like update the general public? I don't, I don't know that they're not real. I don't know. I, I know that sometimes if you get a certain type of job, you have to get a physical to show that you can do the work. Yeah. I don't know. Once I asked for a physical and someone looked at me really weird. Not someone, a doctor. Anyway, is that how you are or is there more to that? My uncle that I thought was turning 80 is turning 90 wow. this coming weekend. And so happy birthday, Uncle Eddie. Happy birthday, Uncle Eddie. Um, if it makes you feel any better, it will not make you feel any better. I'm unemployed and this place is not quite as uber friendly as I thought. So I get depressed when I'm in a house too long. Yeah. I started drinking wine a little too much <sighs> and becoming a cliche. Nice. Of, <laughs> Doctor's wife. <laughs> yeah. So I have been stopping myself. Real housewives at Harrisburg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I had to stop myself because I was definitely just drinking wine every day. Uh, anyway, but no, yeah, good habits. I stopped doing that. Um, and also, I would just like everyone to know, I told Pete already, that I saw Pitbull in concert. And so let me explain this for a little bit. I'm sorry, <laughs> I need to talk for a moment. Like, 
I'm aware of Pitbull. You know what? I even find some songs catchy. That song he has with uh, Kesha Timber, I really like that song. But, like, Pitbull's songs just sound like anthems. So, like, I never even imagined, like, Pitbull being in concert. Like, I feel like probably a Pitbull song is, like, on the Minion soundtrack. I feel like a Pitbull mm-hmm. song is, That sounds is, like, right. Like, yeah. So, like, my boyfriend's like, oh, you want to see Pitbull with What's-Her-Face? Um, fuck. What's her name? You know was who it, I saw. Was it Iggy Azalea? Yeah, Iggy Azalea, who, by the way, it was so awkward. She just kept going, I know you're not here to see me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's not, like, point out that. That's making Yes, me we are. Come on, you're cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, we went to see Pitbull. I want to ask you, who do you think is the demographic for Pitbull? Um... You mean like who is at the show? Yeah, like who is Pitbull's fan? Everybody. I feel like people of all walks of life like Pitbull. I guess so, but I, because like you said, he could be on the Minion soundtrack. I could see him performing at the Super Bowl, like all sorts of mainstream type of things, but I couldn't see anybody who's like I am really authentically interested in music being like, I have to see Pitbull. Even people that I've seen talk about how much, how they admire him, it's always been related to his, like, performance and his his work ethic and that sort of thing. Yeah. So. All right. I guess you have a better handle on that than I did. Because I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I guess for some reason I thought everyone was going to be, like, my age or older. And I thought there would be more Hispanic people. I said, like, Two groups of Hispanic people. I was going to say, by design, I think his demographic is just Latino. <laughs> yeah, but it, there weren't very many, and so many of them were Gen Zs. And I guess I thought Gen Zs would be too like too cool for Pitbull. But maybe their generation is not as cynical as my generation, because <laughs> I would think I was too cool for Pitbull when I was young. I don't know. I just I was in awe of how many young people there were for a Pitbull concert. And his songs are barely songs. Yeah, I would think so. And I was like, this is a, this whole thing is weird. Did I have fun? I'll admit, I had a lot of fun. Uh, was I proud to say I went to a Pitbull concert? No, but I guess I'm old enough that I don't need to care about having crashed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was weird. Pitbull is responsible for the gaudy original motion picture soundtrack. What? I was trying to see, like, was he on a kids, like a Gen Z kids movie soundtrack or something like that? There's no way he's not linked to the Minions in some way. Yeah, they don't really, uh, they don't make that link apparent right away, I'll tell you that. I'll look more at that later. But anyway, so that that's how I am. I'm just adjusting to my weird life in Harrisburg slash Hershey. Um, Pete, do you have an icebreaker? Um, Despicable Me Too. Uh, he has a soundtrack. <laughs> he has an item, and then it looks like in Minions he also has one. Exactly, I knew it. Okay. What is the Pitbull song in Despicable Me Two? Don't stop the part. Don't stop the party. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is entirely sung in Spanish. That's for for the record. I think I mentioned this before on the show. Once I went to go see Magic Mike with my grandma and my mom, but the theater was closed. Like there was wrong something wrong theater showing Magic Mike, so we had to see Minions because nothing else was showing. 
like I don't know. And my grandma was like, "Are they speaking Spanish?" But they made they speak a made up language that sometimes has Spanish words peppered in it, but it does sometimes sound like they're speaking Spanish. Icebreaker. Do you have an icebreaker? No, but I do have a list of icebreaker questions I can select a question from. Give us one that I won't be mad at, please. You know if I'll be mad. Uh, You know what? This is something that I thought about. But this is a different... This is a a question of... The question is, what's a weird habit you have? But we're going to build off of that and say, like, what's a weird thing about you? It doesn't have to be, like, super intimately private. But, like, what's a weird thing about you that people probably wouldn't know? Okay, can you go first? Yeah, and I'm going to share this because usually only people that I share a bed with find this out. Ooh. <laughs> I don't like the feeling. <laughs> I, I have to be a side sleeper, first of all. Okay. That's not weird. But I don't like the feeling of my two legs touching each other. <laughs> Whoa, so you like you sleep with your legs like splayed out? No, <laughs> usually... <laughs> I find like so spread out. Like you're fucking... Yeah. Usually I'll have like a blanket or a pillow or something like that in between my legs. I love this. It's something, uh, I feel like it's something about when the skin is touching skin, like it feels like it's getting warmer. I don't know. (laughs) That's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. I will forever in my mind think that you sleep doing the splits. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I need a king size bed. I might have mentioned this before. I mean, I have mentioned that I have social anxiety, but I will say that I shared this with my partner the other day while drunk, and I don't don't think I normally share this with anyone who doesn't either share my experience of anxiety or when I'm not drunk because it makes me seem real weird. But um. This doesn't make me seem real weird. It just makes me seem like life is a struggle. It is. Um, if I am going to a restaurant that I have not been before, if I do not immediately understand how to order, like if I look through the window and I do not understand the flow of where you enter, if you talk <sighs> to immediately, mm. where you order, what you do after you order, I will not go in there because I'm so afraid of being embarrassed. So much so that recently when I went to Washington, D.C., I didn't eat for hours because I passed so many restaurants and I did not understand the flow of the restaurant. And and I'm talking like, like, a, like a fast food, like not like a formal dining. That's easy. You just talk to the host. Yeah, uh, something to go. Yeah, and then eventually I did order something because I thought I understood the flow of the restaurant. But then I got confused because they never gave me a number or asked my name. And I was just waiting for a really long time. Yep. And I texted Pete that if I didn't get my food in like five minutes, I was just going to go home and never eat. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, my secret is that if I do not understand the flow of your quick service restaurant, I would rather not eat then possibly be embarrassed for a moment. Yeah, I get it. It happens to me a lot. And then I don't know if this, you know, deals further with your mental disease, but (laughs) 
Mine is like, if I find a place where I figure out how to order, I'm going to keep going back to that place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even if, like, I don't love it. <laughs> uh, my partner, without a joke, though, it, he said, I bet most white people don't feel that way. Just imagine you're a white woman. <laughs> And act how you think they would act. It's interesting. I was going to try to figure out if there was a name for this, but um, I haven't dug into it yet. But as a white person, maybe I am not supposed to feel this way. I don't know. But I don't feel like I belong anywhere. Like that I don't have a right to go into a place. Oh, you know, right. like, and even if I do go into a place like to order food, it's like, this is a provisional, this is on a provisional basis, and they can throw me out at any time. <laughs> See, this is why me and Pete are friends. We understand. <laughs> and also, Pete and my brother remind me of each other, because once I said, where in the world do you think you would feel most comfortable, like in terms of countries or cities? And he just said, nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that. That's not sad. That, uh, when I went to Crown Fried Chicken, I was like, yeah. don't fuck this up, Pete. Don't fuck this up, Pete. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I that fucking everywhere. And that was when I texted Marissa that I was the only white person there and I was wearing a Black Panther t-shirt. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. 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 Speaking of things that are a struggle, I will mention that I originally wanted to do... I'm going to tell you what I wanted to do it on, and I did it on something totally different. Um, I don't know if you're familiar, that familiar with Alex Jones. I mean, I'm not, like, super familiar. I didn't watch fucking info. Oh, I'm super familiar, yeah. I have all of his episodes downloaded. (laughs) But, I mean, I've heard plenty about him, and I always would hear these jokes about how Alex Jones promoted tactical baths. (laughs) <laughs> and I heard about that for like over a year and I kept going like what the fuck is that and I kept thinking to google it and I finally did yesterday because I wanted to do a, an, I wanted to do a, a presentation on what a tactical bath is what kind of people use them because I thought it was just going to be something so bizarre it's just like fucking body wipes to bathe yourself oh okay but also I'm like why was he promoting them <laughs> That would be funny if you put tactical bath on your Christmas list. And you know how sometimes when you give a Christmas list to a parent, yeah, they sort of like confuse it a little bit, and they got you bath bombs instead. <laughs> and I did not take bath. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that was that was dead immediately. Um, but like, that could have been a show. You just go, hey guys, you know what? Tactical bath is just wipes. We'll see I- you guys next week. <laughs> somehow is going to be linked to like conspiracy theorists i mean i think it probably is they probably stock up on them for when the new world order comes and uh and like when we're out of water then you can squeeze you can suck on the tactical (laughs) bath wipes but it wasn't interesting enough so while i was looking for topics today uh i found some troubling information on the website the takeout about american food products that are banned in uh, other parts of the world and why. So I'm going to delve a little bit uh, into that. But before I talk about specific food products, um, I just maybe you already knew this because America is known for processed food. But if you did not know, uh, when it comes to the food industry, a major difference between the U.S. and specifically Europe Mm -hmm. is that Europeans do not let known or suspected carcinogens 
do not let them be added to their food. And we here don't give a shit. Uh, for instance, the widespread use of azodicarbonamide, or ADA, which is a whitening agent for cereal flour, uh, is commonly used in the U.S., but is not allowed for human consumption in the EU. Uh, ADA is a dough conditioner to make bread stay soft and spongy for longer. Oh. It is also used to inject bubbles into certain plastics to manufacture <laughs> soft, spongy goods such as yoga mats and flip-flops. Uh, so that's fun. So that was just an example of something that sounds heinous that we use regularly, but is not allowed in the EU. So now let's really bring it close to home and talk about three specific products that are not allowed in many other countries that many of us eat pretty pretty often. Milk. Uh, well, I mean, there's probably a billion things, but let's start with Ritz crackers. Mm. Uh, Ritz crackers. What's your favorite thing on a Ritz cracker, Marissa? Ooh, um, cheese whiz. Cheese whiz. Interesting. I haven't, I haven't had that for years, but fuck with that. Give me a good. slab of cheddar. Uh, like like real cheddar? Yum. That's good. Yeah. No no ham? I'll take maybe some like turkey pepperoni. That sounds yummy. Oh, that sounds very yummy. Uh, if you want to tell us what's your favorite thing to put on a European band Brits cracker, call us at 570-POD-WAD-1. Um, these well-known crackers are banned or at least very hard to find. Find in Switzerland, Austria, Hungary, Iceland, Norway, and Denmark. Uh, that is because uh, many Ritz products contain partially hydrogenated cottonseed oil, which is a trans fat that has been linked to poor heart health. This one might not be like such a surprise, but I will break down partially hydrogenated oil in a minute. Um, the FDA has actually ruled these partially hydrogenated oils uh, to be, quote, not generally recognized as safe. But there are certain loopholes that allow for the continued manufacturing of the products that contain them. So they are technically not considered safe in the U.S., but somehow manufacturers just find a way to keep putting them in. And uh, these fats remain in many foods that we're used to having, uh, baked snack goods, oils, cereals, microwave popcorn, non-dairy creamers, uh, particularly coffee mate, puddings, fruit snacks, and notably Pillsbury biscuits and crescent rolls. So what exactly? Yeah, I'll take a, I'll take a crescent. Oh, take a crescent roll. So let's talk a little bit more about that because it doesn't. I never found, I'm not one of those people that, like, there are some things I'll avoid in a nutritional fact, but, like, I don't know. There's oils everywhere. I never really thought, like, there was that big of a thing. I just assumed, like, we are not supposed to have a lot of trans fat because it clogs our arteries or something. Mm -hmm. Let's break it down a little bit. Uh, in simple terms, hydrogenation involves adding hydrogen atoms to certain types of fats, like vegetable oils, to change their chemical structure to increase their shelf life enhance taste and texture, and make them more stable during cooking. Okay, that makes sense, whatever. The addition of hydrogen atoms break apart the natural bonds in the fat and creates new types of connections called double bonds. I mean, I, I don't know what that is, but whatever. Uh, there are two types of hydrogenation, full and partial. Full hydrogenation involves creating enough double bonds to make the fat completely solid at room temperature. 
in partial hydrogenation, just enough double bonds are created to make the fat semi-solid at room temperature. Um, I can't say exactly why, but uh, studies have shown that fully hydrogenated oils uh, become a type of saturated fat that is not linked to increased heart disease risk, but partially hydrogenated oils very much is linked to increased heart disease risk. Uh, partially hydrogenated oils end up containing trans fat, which is a type of fat that simultaneously increases your bad cholesterol oil. I'm sorry, can I talk? Yeah, sure. No, it's really, why can't I <laughs> The trans fats, uh, which are a type of fat that simultaneously increases your bad cholesterol, while lowering your good cholesterol. Oh, uh, that's not good. Yeah, I didn't know that. Doctors worry uh, that added trans fat can increase the risk of heart attacks, stroke, and type 2 diabetes. And also, as I mentioned, uh, create unhealthy cholesterol levels. So, let's go on to another food. I have not had this one for a very long time, but when I did, I liked them very much. Pete, have you ever had a Little Debbie Swiss roll? Swiss roll? Is that... Chocolate? Yeah, with with the cream inside and a yeah. little like, I mean yeah. I would say I, I we were we called them something different, but Well I think uh I think like they're made by a few different brands. Yeah, like a, some version of hostess thing. Yeah. Um so if you happen to be traveling to Norway or Austria, you will see that those are never available. Those are banned from being on store shelves. Uh because these rolls contain food dyes yellow five and Red 40. I feel like we could make some money off of this episode. <laughs> How so? What do you mean? By importing <laughs> oh. Swiss rolls. I like it. <laughs> uh, these two food dyes contain potential carcinogens. And the European Union requires products containing those dyes to have warning labels. Uh, however, Austria and Norway just decided to take it a step further and outright ban the snack. So, what's up with the food dyes? Like, I... I've heard people create a stink about food dyes before, but I never took the time to look into why. And I I just assume, like, you know, use food coloring all the time, whatever. Not all the time, but... I know somebody Uh, who has, like, who can't have a certain one of them. Yeah, so let's find out why. Yellow 5 is an artificial food color, or ASC, that was approved for use in foods in 1969 by the FDA. Its purpose is to make foods, particularly highly processed foods like candy, soda, and cereals, appear more fresh, flavorful, and appetizing. So that's interesting. Like, the uh, partially hydrogenated oils, there was a point to it, to increase shelf life. Right. Um, well, there's a this, point to this. I mean, I mean, yes, <laughs> there's a point, but it's not like one we need. This is not a necessity by any means. Um between 1969 and 1994, the FDA also approved Yellow 5 for the following uses. Drugs taken by mouth, topical medications, cosmetics, and eye area treatments. Because boy, do I like my pills to look flavorful and appetizing. Mm-hmm. Um, along with a handful of other AFCs, Yellow 5 safety has been called into questions question over the last several decades. Study has found a possible link between fruit juices containing a mix of AFCs and hyperactive symptoms in children. Uh, Between 2004 and 2007, there were three landmark studies that revealed a relationship between fruit juices flavored with AFCs and hyperactive behavior in kids. Uh, These are known as the Southampton studies. 
In the Southampton studies, uh, groups of preschoolers and eight to nine-year-olds were given fruit juices with different mixes and amounts of AFCs. Results of one study showed that preschoolers who were given, you know, a certain mix containing yellow five demonstrated a much higher, quote-unquote, global hyperactivity score compared to the preschoolers who were given a placebo. Um, Some studies suggest that it just takes 50 milligrams of AFCs per day to cause major behavioral changes in children. And, for example, a 2014 study found that just one serving of Kool-Aid Burst Cherry contained 52 milligrams of AFCs. So you just need one serving of Kool-Aid a day to start getting getting a little wacky. In 2019... A study measured the toxicity of yellow five on flies. Results showed that when yellow five was delivered to the flies uh, at a high concentration, it became toxic. And about 20% of flies in the group did not survive. So that's fun. So there you go, Marissa. You need to spray some yellow five yeah. on your porch. <laughs> oh, I'm going to paint it in yellow five. <laughs> uh, and in the second part of the study, human leukemia cells were exposed to different food colorings. Researchers found that while yellow five and other AFCs uh, can increase tumor cell growth, they don't actually cause damages or changes to human DNA. But I don't think increased tumor cell growth is a good thing. Yeah. So researchers concluded that a high chronic intake of food colorings throughout your entire life is not advisable. I mean, no shit. (laughs) Also... Quick aside about Red 40, because that is the other thing in the Little Debbie Snack Cakes. Basically, again, this is this is to help food look more appetizing. But also, this uh, Red 40 dye is used not just to enhance a food's natural color, but sometimes to give the color to a food that doesn't have a color fitting to what it's supposed to be flavored as. Mm-hmm. That makes so, sense. For example, if you ate something strawberry-flavored, such as candy or yogurt, but it doesn't have any real strawberry in it. If you add this food coloring to it, it'll turn it a pinkish red to sort of make you associate it with strawberries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this coloring is derived from petroleum. Um, the FDA deems red dye 40 to be safe and regulates its use in foods. However, other organizations, uh, such as the Center for Science and the Public Interest, believe it is carcinogenic and suggests that Red 40 can lead to adverse reactions and trigger ADHD symptoms in children. So that's also fun. <laughs> um, that was sarcasm. <laughs> so I'm going to do the last one. And these are yummy as shit. Oh. Like a drumstick ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with that, uh, that's a frozen ice cream cone. Like it, it, it has the cone and it has the ice cream in it. And it usually has like a chocolate coating and sometimes peanuts on top. And then sometimes it has there's chocolate core. inside too. Yeah. You can get a oh. chocolate or caramel core. Oof, they're so fucking good. Yeah. Like, even though they're so processed. I want to marry a chocolate core. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would I would rather have a drumstick cone than like than like a fresh cone from a fucking ice cream parlor. The processing tastes delicious. Yeah. Well, Drumstick cones contain carrot. I don't know how you pronounce this. Carrageenan or carrageenan? Genin? Have you ever heard this word? Carrageenan. I'm, I'm a 
to Karagina, okay? Which is prohibited in the European Union because it is said to negatively affect the digestive system. Which, after this, this, um, this episode, I'm going to see what I eat with Karagina because <laughs> fucked. Um, but here is where it gets a little sticky. Apparently, you won't actually find carrageenan on the ingredients list of drumsticks ice cream. And that's because um, carrageenan isn't listed on any product's ingredient panel when it is, quote, used as a processing aid or included in ingredients used in the final product. At first, I didn't understand what that meant, but then I read it again, and it says, so like, so basically if there's carrageenan used in the cream used for ice cream, they mm. might not break down what's in the cream itself, but they'll just say, like, there's cream added to this ice cream. I trust corporations. <laughs> but the cream, if you broke down the ingredients of the cream, you would see there was carrageenan in the cream. So, yeah, a lot of times food labels will like what do you say kind of like um simplify the ingredients list so they don't have to break they don't need to break down the the ingredients to the the most minute level Mm -hmm. and in that there's some fucked up stuff so where's what is carrageenan carrageenan is derived from seaweed and when i read that i was like but that sounds natural but it's used in food manufacturing relies on a treatment and extraction process that alters its chemistry transforming it into a highly processed synthetic ingredient. That's interesting how you can turn something so natural into something so bad for you. Um, The FDA considers carrageenan, quote, generally regarded as safe, or G-R-A-S, a a (laughs) grass food additive. However, uh, the FDA approved Garrett carrageenan for use in foods in the 1960s, well before uh, people really started reaching, uh, researching it and doing studies. So mm. that's nice. It takes that's, a lot to revisit things. Yeah. The, people don't like changing their minds. Yeah. So despite it's generally regarded as safe status, carrageenan uh, causes inflammation in, in thousands of cell-based and animal experiments. Studies often found that food-grade carrageenan induced or worsened inflammation. Findings indicated that food-grade carrageenan contributed to ulcerative colitis-like disease in lab animals, namely guinea pigs, and higher rates of tumors in rats. And that sounds horrendous. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that is so bad. You're not a rat, Marissa. Worth revisiting. Yeah, my stomach's so fucked up. I really wonder (laughs) if I am eating stuff in carrageenan, but if I would never know because it's just in the cream, Pete. Anyway... I want that to be a horror movie. It's just, it, it's in the cream. And it's just mm. all about, ooh, all the lurking carrageenan giving me IBS. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so I only mentioned three products because I felt like a lot of it was a, was a bit redundant. As you can see, those are pretty common products. I mean, I would say every kid has had a drumstick unless they're like lactose intolerant or gluten-free. And, uh, I mean, everyone fucking eats crescent rolls. And Ritz crackers were like a home staple for most of my life until I had a gluten problem. So what the fuck are you really supposed to do? Sorry, I keep saying the F word for no reason. And I think it's because 
I need to censor myself outside of this house because <laughs> I live in such a conservative area and everyone has children. Mm. And so I take it out in my house. Anyway, so experts say you can reduce your consumption of these ultra-processed foods. I mean, by doing the hard work that I don't want to do, like cooking meals from scratch. Yeah. Also, one thing you can do, but it's not foolproof, is reading ingredient labels. But like I said, you could read an ingredient label, but sometimes those things that are bad for you are sort of glossed over because the people found a, a loophole. Some fucking obvious things, which I don't even feel like needed to be added, are saving leftovers to eat another day. I mean, yes. Sure. Again, that's about <laughs> cooking. But I mean, the, the usual things people say, you know, eat whole foods. I did read um, a book that was saying try not to buy things that have more than five ingredients. I found that very hard um, yeah. to follow, especially because some of these ingredients are just spices. But I do try to follow the rule that I don't buy things unless I'm splurging and I'm like, I want candy at any cost. But if it's my basic food, I do try and not buy anything with ingredients I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like mono unsaturated blah, 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 or phenylalanine, which I feel like I've seen a lot, which I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, if you like to play fast and loose, you do you. Yeah, but, um, get those damn drumsticks <laughs> but if you're give me, us one. <laughs> but if you're me and you have a lot of health problems that just keep getting worse and you can't understand why, it might be time to uh, learn a little bit more about the ingredients in your everyday food products, especially your processed things that are like frozen or that are microwavable, things like that. Like your fast foods are probably... Uh, worth looking into, if, especially if you're having like digestion problems and shit like that. But yeah, so uh, that's it. And I want to thank the takeout for their little article today that inspired me to delve a little deeper. So that's yeah. sad. America just finds loopholes and feeds us bullshit, and then we just die. <laughs> My mom always says or said when growing up. She doesn't say it now because she's gotten nicer, but <laughs> she would always be like. You guys are fat because your dad left us. Oh, what? <laughs> and we're poor, so we can't afford, like, oh. the kinds of things that you're talking about that people should eat. Okay, yes, yes. I, <laughs> I will say, I was going to get into this, but then I, I felt like that was a whole other topic. But um, I do, you know, I'm just saying, you know, what, what I could find research on. But, of course, like, I know there are food deserts. And I know uh, that, you know, sometimes low-income or like I said, if you, if you live in a place away from from a from like a fresh supermarket, you can't get healthy things. So, but I, I do feel like that's a whole long topic to discuss in and of itself. So yeah, if you do have that luxury, if you are somehow able to to get those healthier foods, I mean, you know, take some effort to read up on what you're eating. If you live in a food desert or don't have access to these things, or if these things are too expensive, I don't know because America fucks us all. So maybe I'll have to look into that on another episode. So move to Europe. <laughs> yeah, basically. Hi, yay, yay. So yeah, any thoughts or shall we just do some plugs? I'm with you. Uh, there are different times when I'm kind of like, oh, I'll make more meals or what have you. Uh, and then there are some other times where I'm just like, I don't care. Uh, you can put pink shit in my nuggets. I don't care. I want some damn nuggets. 
Well, I will say, I just spent an hour, uh, like, boiling things, cutting things, preparing things to make my own pickled vegetables. And then I then I air fried a bunch of frozen smiley face fries. Mm-hmm. So, I like But they're that. natural. That's how they occur. <laughs> like the world. <laughs> so uh yeah guys just just you know be careful stay stay healthy i feel like everyone is ibs these days including yeah. myself it's time for plugs i'd like to plug patreon.com slash y'all heard where you can hear my recent pete ruins a movie of the reef and the reef 2 I have to hear that. I have not heard that yet. But I did like your last review of a trailer. And I would like to tell you that something special is coming up soon. Ooh. To our Patreon, I believe. And if you would like a hint, it has to do with La Brea. Whoa, yeah! All right! (laughs) I love it! Oh, I forgot about La Brea. Life has been crazy, and I forgot about that. I haven't really been watching TV. Uh, Not because I'm so cool. But because I am in a slight depression <laughs> and I am spiraling and don't know what to do with myself, I just watch. It's interesting. Pop. That's why I only watch TV. <laughs> yes, yeah, sometimes my depression goes that way, or sometimes my depression goes away where nothing brings me joy, and I just sit around. Mm-hmm. That's what happened yesterday. <laughs> um, I will plug crafting. When you get too depressed to do anything else, I just got a big shipment of polymer clay. I'm going to make some decorative jars. Uh, if you're friends with me on Instagram, you might have seen that I make pumpkin jars. Uh, I might start selling those on Etsy, not because I feel like that's going to be my calling, but just because I'm bored. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to play with some clay uh, in an attempt to heal my mental health issues. Yeah. You have an idea for a show. If you want to leave any comments, or if you want to tell us what you like to eat on a Ritz cracker, call us at 570 pod one Or you can always slide into my DMs at RitzBandle. Pete, uh, are we not promoting our email? <laughs> <laughs> you can also hit us up on Patreon at patreon.com slash y'all heard. If you are a patron, you can leave a comment. I guess, yeah, I'll also plug Watch La Brea with Pete because it was unreal. <laughs> Uh, also in the, in the future, I am slacking Pete on this because I, I had someone send me the wrong files and I just haven't taken the time to figure out how to get the proper files. But, uh, this is not linked to y'all heard, but me and Pete may or may not have a red bubble shop. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. I saved mine too. It's somewhere around here. So yeah, I, I didn't forget about it. I just have to set it up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, guys, so thanks for listening. Have a good day, be safe, and goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, hi. Hi.